Welcome to Life in Purple, providing you with the latest from women entrepreneurs, amazing mums, human interest stories and celebrity guests. Your host, Laura Sprague, discusses women's topics such as success, empowerment, perseverance, lifestyle and much more. Laura also offers a fun and unique perspective while providing listeners with valuable tips on how to successfully conquer the many issues women may face. Come experience your life in purple. And now, here's your host, the life coach with the most, Laura Sprague. Hello, Lip Talk Nation. Welcome to Life in Purple. I'm your host, Laura Sprague, and thank you so much for listening to this exciting episode. I want to encourage you all to keep up the fight against that self-doubt, and it's okay to have bad days, to feel and give yourself permission to process what you are going through. You can overcome your past. On our most recent episode, we had Zane Baker of Vahala Mind, who encourages people all across the world through his speaking, coaching, and blogging, offering simple action steps to have peace with yourself. If you haven't had a chance to catch our previous episodes, visit liptalknation.com and there you'll find more resources such as our blog, speaking, engagements, and much, much more to help you live a life in purple. On our show today, we have no stranger to the blogging world. She's a voice for many, including frustrated moms who need an outlet to release their own energy. Meredith Masony is an entrepreneur, international blogger, and comedian. She talks about marriage, motherhood, and, well, everything in between. Meredith is most known for her blog, which is called That's Inappropriate. She says it so you don't have to. She admits that life is messy and it's okay to talk about it. Her work has been published in the Huffington Post, Today.com, Parenting Team, That's What She Said, and Blunt Mom. Meredith's journey has just begun, and I can't wait for you, Lip Talk Nation, to get to know her. Welcome to the show, Meredith. How are you today? I am doing great. I am doing great. Thank you for having me. Oh, it's an honor and a pleasure to have you on the show, Meredith. I'm excited to get to know you and to ask you all these fun questions so that Lip Talk Nation can really glean value and and hopefully start following you and what you are doing as well. So Meredith, like I said, I'm so happy that you are on the show. I've seen many of your videos and you have quite the gift to make people laugh. You are awesome. But before we talk about your blog and your journey, will you tell us where you are from and how you got your start? I am in Southwest Florida. I am born and bred. Um, I, I actually had my daughter, who is seven, in the same room that my mom had me in at the hospital. So if that tells you it's a small town, <laughs> it's a small town. So I am from a, a tiny little area in, in South Florida. It's pretty hot here right now. Um, a couple of years back, I got sick. And we, we actually weren't sure if I had cancer or not. And so for about a month and a half, I was super stressed and trying to figure out, you know, get things in order before my big surgery and, and so on and so forth. And um, I've always been the person to crack jokes at inappropriate times. So I actually told my husband that I wanted to make him a match.com profile and pick him a new wife in case it was bad news. So um, you know, we ended up getting through that. I didn't have cancer. We, I had, you know, several surgeries after that, but everything ended up turning out great. 
And I decided after that, the surgery was in August, and I decided in October that I wasn't going to waste any more time. Life is too short. I was basically given this, you know, what I want to call a fresh start. And and I said, I, I've got something to say. And I want to find other people, other moms, other wives who feel the same way that I do, because I know I'm not crazy. I know, well, I'm crazy, but I know that I'm not you know, I'm not alone and I need to find these other women. And so I basically just started writing about the things that drove me nuts, the things my kids said, you know, stuff my husband did, um, just life in general. And it it just started to morph into something else. And and I started solely with blogging. And then about maybe six months ago, I switched over to video and I fell in love with video. And so I started turning my blogs into vlogs and it gave me a whole other dimension to interact with my followers. And I've from I've just loved it. I've totally fallen in love with it. And so from that point I started going to live stream and doing some other things. I also started doing some stand up comedy. And it's really just just turned into this journey that I'm I'm falling in love with every single day because I'm not alone. I knew that there were other moms that felt the exact same way that I did and they don't have to say it. I'll say it for them and they can share my words because social media can be super judgy. So I totally understand why you wouldn't want to post something or say something about it, but you can share the piece that I wrote and that gives you the ability to also voice an opinion without necessarily saying anything. So it's been two years, which is a blink of an eye, but at the same time, I've learned so much in the past two years that I'm really hopeful that I can start to really make a name for myself and, and kind of move forward with it. Okay, so Meredith, I am clinging on personally to what you said in your answer. Um, when you first started, you said you, what, you were not going to waste any more time. You went through this circumstance in your life where you thought it was cancer, the surgery, and it, you know that was coming up, and you, you said you make jokes at the inappropriate time. You were being funny, but I think that is exactly what people need to do is have this unique perspective that you offer and you are right when it comes to social media being brutal and I love that that you jumped out into what has become your comfort zone I think that you can probably relate that you are comfortable being uncomfortable and you are now saying things that everyone else or the majority of moms, at least, want to say. So I really appreciate that you decided you were going to start over. You had a fresh start. Lip Talk Nation, she did not want to be mediocre. This is what I'm hearing that Meredith already said. So she decided that she was going to start over. So I want you all to really grab a hold of as we continue on in this interview to understand how she did that because she's going to bring a lot of value to you. So go ahead and get your pen and paper, take notes, and you're going to find out more about her at the end and where you can follow her at. But this is inspiring to myself, Meredith. Thank you so much for really setting a platform for moms because I'm a mom of two. So you're doing a great job. So this blog, like you said, you've been doing it for two years now. So your title, I want to talk about your title, really. And how did you come up with the name of your blog? I, I just always would hear people or moms saying to a child or saying to, to somebody about something. It's like, oh, well, you know, don't, don't do that. That's inappropriate. Don't say that. That's inappropriate. And, you know, we get put into these little boxes and into these little compartments. And it's like, you know, sit here look pretty, act nice, don't rock the boat. And no, 
like, no, no, sorry. You know, if you're, if you're coming to my site or you're coming to watch one of my videos, you know that that's not what I do. And I've definitely had my share of trolls and judgmental individuals. And that's fine because if I, if I couldn't handle it, I definitely shouldn't be in the position that I'm in. Right. Because you're going, their firing squad will find you, but that's, you know, no, I, I will say it. And, and it might not be appropriate, but it's probably going to be true. Um, because I'll tell you the truth. I'll tell you exactly what happened. I'll talk to you about the first postpartum number two. I will talk to you about all of these different things because it's, you know what? Somebody's got to tell you. I had a, I did a video on the maternity woman, Megan Foy, um, after that whole debacle came out in the New York post. And I, and I talked about what maternity leave was actually like. And this poor girl was like, I'm due in three weeks. And I had no idea about some of these things that happen. And it's like, why sugar, you know, don't sugarcoat things because then it's more frightening for someone, you know, after the fact. So when you're raising kids, there's no manual, there's no instructions, there's no book. So if we can all find a place, a community, a fellowship, these women that come together and they tell the truth and they're honest and respectful and they talk to each other about things. We just, I shot a video in my son's room last night about his drawers. What a mess. It looks like a T-Rex rummaged through his drawers. I had just put laundry away five minutes ago. I come in, I shoot this 30-second video, you know, and people just start going crazy in the comments. It's like, that's what it looks like in my house. Do you match your socks? Do you do this? Do you make your kids do laundry? Do you do this? Do you do this? And we start to have a dialogue, and we start to talk, and we can vent, and we can chat, and we can discuss, you know, Mount Laundry, which everybody hates because everybody that's got multiple kids knows what it's like to be doing laundry two to three loads a day, right? So it's just, we found this home and this yeah. community will get bigger and it will get stronger and these women support each other. And when I do like Mimosa Mondays or when I do live feeds, everybody's talking to each other. Everybody is discussing. It's, it is so empowering. It is so wonderful to know that you are not alone because it's a scary feeling to feel like you're alone. You, you, you get so sucked up in your own little world that you think, that, you know, is this only happening to me? And then you can get depressed and then you can get worried. And it's like, no, no, you're not alone. And the Internet has given us some absolutely magnificent things, which is the ability to connect. So if you do have to be alone because you're at home with your kids or you're in a remote location, you can still find those other individuals to connect to to know you're not alone. Because as a parent, you shouldn't have to do this by yourself, whether you're a single mom or you're married or whatever, you shouldn't have to do it alone. You should have other women out there who know exactly how you feel because they can relate. Like, I get it. You know, I've been there. I've done that. And I'll share my story because I don't want you to think that you're alone, you know, because you're not. You know, if people, if people post the, the white picket fence and it's perfect and they have this great family photo, it probably took six hours to get it to look that way. Cause let's be honest, two of the kids ran away. The dog pooped in the, in the photo frame, something else happened. The lights went out, you know, uh, it, it's never perfect. And if you, if you lie about those types of things, I think it gets harder for you personally in the long run. So I just gave any and all of that up and was just like, this is what it looks like. You know, it's not pretty. Sometimes I don't brush my hair before I go on a live stream. You're lucky if I have on pants and that's life. Like, that's what it looks like on a Tuesday, you know, and I'm okay with that. And you don't have to watch and you don't have to comment and you don't have to be involved, but that's what it looks like at my house on a Tuesday at two o'clock in the afternoon. So that is it. 
Oh my goodness, Meredith, I hear your passion. Lip Talk Nation, I hope that you do too. And this is something I want you to grab a hold of. Okay, Meredith, one of my pet peeves as well is that whole sugar coat things. And that, I think, is why I'm so drawn to you is because you don't. I am like you with that whole comment with the maternity. Like, I did not know a lot of things. Um, mm-hmm. You know, when it came to having a baby, of course, they don't come with a manual. And so I'm, I'm like... Um, so I suffered that depression. I went through the postpartum and no one talked about it. So what I did, just like you, not in a blog form, but I would tell my, my little mentees, I shouldn't call them little, but I would help 17 year olds and 18 year olds, 16 year olds, you know, and I would tell them what I'm going through. I'm like, this is what's happening to my body. This is not fun. You know, I just wanted them to know. However, I'm not dissing motherhood because I love being a mom, but I love how you said don't sugarcoat things. And that goes even more than just being a mom because I wanted to know how your blog got started and it had to do with how we have to live in a box. And I am tired of living in a box, Meredith, and I know that you are too. And so I love that. And what the other thing that resonates with me is that you kept saying over and over is that you are not alone. I know that you have tons of engagement on your Facebook feed, and I love that. They do talk to each other. I watch them, just like what you said. There is that sense of community. Meredith, we crave community. Women crave it so much and a safe zone, and that's exactly what you are doing. I love it. Okay, so you brought the passion out inside of me. So you have the opportunity, Meredith, I love it, to be the voice, like I said, for so many people. So as I was researching you and all that you are involved with, I appreciate how honest and open you are about the issues that you face. So what was the biggest obstacle or obstacles you had to overcome on your journey as a blogger so far? I think you just... It's tough because there are definitely patches where you kind of feel like you're putting out good content but something doesn't hit or it doesn't resonate and you're not exactly sure why or how. Or I remember the first six, seven months, I couldn't get anything published anywhere. And I just kept saying to my husband, it's like, you know, is this not any good? Like, is this no good? And he's like, you know, I'm not your audience. You know, me reading your view on this, I'm, you know, because I had him to read and go through things, but he, he wasn't the best sounding board because he's, he's not a, a mom. He's not a woman. He's not a wife. So the things that I was discussing kind of, you know, went straight over his head. So I started trying to um, find other bloggers and find other women who I could get um, basically some feedback from. And so I just started doing as much research as I possibly could. And, and I'll be honest, I didn't do any of this in the right way. I did everything backwards. I was dumping a lot of money and time and energy and effort into it. And I, I just felt like I wasn't getting anything back from it. And, and then finally I got a piece published on the Huffington Post after, you know, clawing my way in there. And then the people started to come. And I realized at the beginning, you're just in such a tiny little bubble that nobody really knows you or can find you, right? It's very difficult. It's, it's very rare for somebody to put something up and it just to go insanely viral right away. It's, as large as the internet is, it's very difficult to get outside of this tiny little spot. And so I started having some followers come in and it was fantastic. And for the first year and a half, we were, we were holding tight in our community at about, you know, 3000 people. And it was fantastic. I can tell you that I really know all of my, I knew all of my followers. I knew all of my people. We commented, we talked together, um, you know, and then it kind of got really crazy after the mother's day video because now we're up over 86,000 followers. 
and the community has just exploded and women are emailing me and they're messaging me and they're sending me things and they're talking to me about um, their marriage issues and they're talking to me about their kids and they're talking to me about my, my youngest is autistic. So I talk, um, I talk on the page about what it's like to have a child with autism and we talk about all these other things because I see the benefit in being transparent because then everybody knows what's going on and we can figure out what issue we want to talk about. Right. And we can figure out what we want to share and, and what needs are there. And so sometimes on a Mimosa Monday, I say to them, what do, what, what do we need to talk about? What blogs do I need to write? What videos do I need to shoot? And people just start going crazy with ideas. And I take those ideas and I literally have a steno pad because I'm super old school. And I write down all my notes and I have a steno pad that, sit, that sits next to my Mac and I go through and then I decide what is pinging in my brain and what I want to shoot a video about or what I want to write about. But this community is what supports that. And so you, if you're real, if you're honest, if you share, if you, if you, give, if you give them transparency and let them in, they're mm-hmm. going to be supportive of you and they're going to give you what you need. And they have, my community has given me exactly what I need. It's an outlet. It's where I can vent. It's where I can be myself. And I encourage all of them to do the same because you can post any comment you'd like. But if you're hateful or, or nasty or vulgar, I will block you and I will delete your comment. But I always encourage people to comment. And it's really, for the most part, for having 86,000 people coming in and out of this page, I've only had to ban a handful of people for, for that. So the community is respectful. The community engages. The community is supportive. And that has been the entire part of this, was finding my people. And now that I found my people, I just want to you know, go full steam ahead and just, I want us to have a mark. I want us to have this place where it's okay to be who you are because, you know, you get this whole spiel when you're young and your parents say, well, you can grow up and be whatever you want, but that's not always true because there's so many restrictions and and you're just forced to conform. And I finally decided that I'm 35. I don't have to conform to anything. I'm a grown up. I can do whatever it is that I want. You know, obviously (laughs) there is a framework, but I can be whatever I want to be in terms of a mom and a wife. And I can tell it how it is. And if you don't like it, you can go find something else to do. You know, you don't have to spend your time here. But I've found 86,000 people that want to spend their time here. And I know that there's more. I know that when we get out of this next sphere of the bubble, we're going to find more and it will continue to grow. Why? Because it's real. You want to talk about, I, I hate reality TV. There's, there's not a lot of reality TV that I like to watch because it's not real, right? It's so funny because they call it reality TV, and it's absolutely not how life is. But this, what we've created in this community, this is reality. This is what it looks like. The dog runs through the house and poops in the kitchen. You fall and stumble over into it. A kid is puking in a corner. The phone is ringing. You know, that's reality. And we have to find a way to, to manage that and live in it. And my goal at the end is to laugh about it because that is my medicine. That's what I need. And I know that I, that's something that I can share. Okay, Meredith, first of all, I want to say congrats to you for really holding on and enduring that first year, year and a half, what you said, and then your community just took off. So I want to say congratulations for creating that safe zone once again. And you are so right, because I asked you about your obstacles that you had to overcome, and and it was really, I have this work, I'm, you know, I'm writing this, and it's not getting published anywhere. And then you have your husband, who actually cannot relate to what 
what you're going through, like you said, was not necessarily the right sounding board for you to bounce off of. And so how you reached off, reached out to people really is inspiring right there because that's what I found myself doing as well is just continue sharing information and reaching out and finding out what people want. And I have huge respect for you also because you're a mom and you specifically said that you had a child who has autism. So I admire you. I know many listeners can relate to you specifically who have kids with autism. And so I um, want to lead into this next question. As as you share your life with the world, Meredith, how do you balance that, your life as a blogger, uh, being a wife and being a mom? There are definitely days where I lock myself in the closet, you know, and I need a few minutes to just decompress because it's a lot. And um, I exercise. I try. I try when I, after I drop the kids off at school, now that it's summer, we're definitely in a different routine. But After I drop the kids off at school, I try to get a jog in. Since my surgeries, I can't work out like I used to, which is disappointing because I did spend a lot of time at the gym. I would go five days a week, and now I can't do weights and things like that. So I do body weight stuff, and I jog in the mornings because that's when I think. That's when my I kind of – it's funny because a lot of people say, well, I exercise so I can turn my brain off. I exercise so I can turn my brain on. And that's when I go out and I start to have ideas, and I – think about, you know, things that I want to talk about in my blog or, you know, sometimes a meme will pop in my head or I sort of think in video, which kind of sounds funny. But when I have an idea, if I can see it play through as a video, then I know that there's something there to it. So I use that time to, you know, relax and think about what it is, what's my goal, what's my purpose for that day. And then I go from there because it really, you know, when you think about it, it doesn't end. I was up until 1.15 in the morning last night because I had to wait for the kids to go to bed to shoot video. And after I shot the video, it was nagging at me. So I wanted to edit the video. So I spent another two hours editing and, you know, you you just go. So there are definitely days when I'm frazzled and I don't hide that from my followers. So I'll get, you know, I I did a live stream a couple weeks ago in the closet hiding. And it was like bad day today. I'm in the closet. You know, this is what we're doing. And it's okay to be at that point. There's nothing wrong with that. I have no shame in the fact that there are days when I'm down and depressed and I'm throwing myself a pity party. You just can't hang out there too long because you have to move on to the next thing. So if I've learned anything after three kids and 13 years of marriage, it's that you got to go. You got to go to what's next and you got to keep moving. Some of the hardest things in my life were, you know, dealing with my son um, being diagnosed. We knew that there was something going on when he didn't walk and he didn't talk and there were other things. And so you want to have this idea of, well, he's the third one. He'll just get it. He'll get up. He'll walk. He'll do it. And it was very difficult to be sat down and told, your son has brain damage. And as a result of that brain damage, there are other disabilities that you're going to face in the future. We don't know what they are, but they're going to come about. And you're going to have to kind of go with it. And so after I threw myself that pity party, I kind of moved through and was like, we got to do this. Here's the the hand you're dealt. Play your cards. And so we went, and we've been very lucky along the way. We found great behaviorists. We found people to work with. I found other moms. I write about it. I talk about it. I don't hide it. I don't sugarcoat it. My five-year-old is still not potty trained at night. You know, and, there, and, and we have wonderful people. The, the owner of Broly Sheets, which is one of the biggest manufacturers of um, mattress padding, found, was a follower of my site I didn't know, and she sent me sheets for the bed wedding. So it's like, you know, you, you never know. You never know what's going on. And other people, t- and she's like, hey, you know, we made these specifically for kids that have nighttime accidents. Do you want some sheets? And I'm like, of course I want some sheets. So 
So I literally got the sheets in last week and I'm going to um, put them on the bed. I washed them. I'm going to put them on the bed today and let, you know, we'll see how that works. But it's, you know, like I told her, I was like, you know, thank you so much for reaching out to me. And she's like, well, it's important that you talk about that because people don't want to admit that their kids still with the bed. And it's like, well, what am I going to do? It's a problem. I know there, I know he's not the only one. I mean, come on. So it's just, to me, it, it doesn't make sense to keep it in the dark and to hide it away because that only eats at you. So you got to rule, you got to go, you got to keep moving. And it's definitely not balanced every day. Somebody that tells you that it is, is probably telling a fib because there are days that I go that I'm completely unbalanced. But if you, if you work on it enough and you give it your best effort, you'll find it. And I, I'm still in the phase where it's, sporadic that I'm finding balance, but I'm better than it was two years ago at it. You know, like it's a, it's a process that continues and you have to go with it and you have to learn and you have to continue because otherwise, you know, you'll bury yourself, you know, you will. And, and I, and I did take a break from the blog at one point because I felt like I was buried and I couldn't do it. And I was like, I'll be back, but I need to step back. And it was funny because after I did that, my perspective shift and changed. And when I came back and I started shooting video, everything turned around. And it was kind of like I needed that as like a reset. You know, I needed to hold the reset button in for, for 10 seconds and reboot. And after I did that, things started to really to really turn. And I felt like I could, I felt like I could move to the next step. But everybody needs that. So if you come to that spot, you have to do that for yourself because your brain, your, your mind, your body is telling you, I'm done right now. I need to say no, I need to stop. And then we can figure out what's next. Because I really was ready to be like, I'm out. This is not working. This isn't where I'm supposed to be. And luckily, my brain never stopped and it never turned off. And I was like, I got to go back. It was rattling around so loud that I couldn't sleep. And I finally looked at my husband and I'm like, I I, I don't think I'm done. And he kind of looked at me because this is stressful for him too, because it's it's basically like having two full-time jobs, one of which I don't get paid for. (laughs) So it's a lot of time. So he looked at me and he said, if you got to do it, you got to do it. And it just started to, it really just started to come together at that point. Meredith, you have got me on the edge of my chair right now. Lip Talk Nation, did you hear what I heard? Meredith says, I don't hide from my bad days. I don't hide from bad days. And that is so exactly what we need to hear as moms, as women entrepreneurs and speakers and whatever we are as women, we need to know that it's okay to have a bad day. And that's what I said in the intro to this episode. It really is, Meredith. And I love that you did a video the other day or a couple weeks ago in your closet. So that's the video that drew me into you is because I go to my closet, My one of my producers, we go to our closet, that's our office, we joke about it because it's exactly what we do is because it's a quiet space and we, I think that we all need to find that safe haven in our house to where we can reboot literally and I love your authenticity here and your vulnerability and how straight up you are but the other thing that I heard you say I don't know if you knew that you said this but is to listen to your body because you stopped and you listened to what was going on you took a step back something was off but you couldn't give up and that is exactly what you need to do lip talk nation how many of you need to do the same how many of you feel like you're go 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 and nothing is happening and go 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 maybe all you got to do is just hit that reset button 
for 10 seconds, like Meredith said, and I needed to hear this too, Meredith. So thank you for saying that. Like I said, I'm just really excited. Many of our listeners and myself included have that busy schedule, but personally, I am working on adding more fun to my life. So this is what I want to pick your brain on, Meredith. Who knew? Because people are like, oh, you have fun all the time. You're this happy-go-lucky person. But literally and seriously, I am a next person. Okay, next and next and energetic. So I'm working on having more fun. So what do you do, Meredith, to have fun? Oh, I do, I, you know, I do try to spend time with the kids when I have that downtime because I'm a next person as well. You know, I, I never sit down. I never stop. I haven't watched TV, if we're being honest, in months. And so just as I've gotten things kind of more scheduled and I'm, I'm, I'm doing better with, with the blog, uh, I, I have found that I'm trying to sit with my husband one night a week to watch a show and we're really stuck right now on Silicon Valley and it's super funny. It's this little techie show that's hysterical. And so I try to get at least one night where we can sit in bed and watch a couple of episodes before we pass out because, and it sounds so lame, but like, because my life is so go, 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 I don't really have a lot of time for those, for those fun things. I did take a week last week because the kids are on summer break. I took a week off. And I took the kids out um, to the family to do beach days. So we did like two beach days and then we took the kids out um, for, you know, some other fun things around town, bowling and mini golf and stuff like that. And then we will take another week off over the summer since the kids are off and we'll take them uh, up to Tampa and we'll do some, you know, like the zoo and maybe Bush Gardens or something. But it's, it's so hard because everybody with three kids and with the schedules that we have and with activities and everything, you do, you have to you have to plan the spontaneity in, which is so funny because it's the opposite of what you're supposed to do. But with routine and schedule, that's what our lives are like right now. I am trying to find a conference to go to in a couple of months. I'd like to do something with YouTube or Facebook or something to learn more about these algorithms and things like that, which would be totally fun for me. Um, I'm also, I just bought new editing software, so I want to learn how to use that. But I'm really just, just trying to spend as much time as I can learning more and more and more about this so that I can continue to work on and grow the community because I really feel like there's something here that needs to move. And so I just want to keep moving forward with that. And I really enjoy it. I love to edit. It takes me forever because I'm not great at it, but I love to edit because I'm creating something. And that's the the type of person that I am. You know, I'm a, I'm a creator. I'm, I'm, I'm task oriented. I like to make lists, but lists, I like to do these things, but it's hard for me too, because I'm not great with the software and I'm, you know, you have to learn as you go. So I'd love to say that I go skiing and I mountain climb and I do all of these fun things, but I, I, you know, I don't really have time for that. If I get my hour a day of exercising, that's my outside time. The rest of my time is spent mostly my closet because that's where my office is. So (laughs) So I spend a lot of time in the closet and a lot of time in the laundry machine and a lot of time at the sink. So that's, you know, I'd love to say I have these wonderful adventures, but if I can get 30 minutes to watch a television show uninterrupted, that would be fun. Okay, this is exactly what I personally needed to hear, Meredith, because I don't ask that question to very many of my my guests, but I felt like I could ask you that because you are, I could tell that you are just a very uh, task-oriented person and and very passionate about life, so I felt like that we could connect right there, and I really appreciate that you said that you had to schedule spontaneity. 
Hey, Lip Talk Nation, did you catch that? Oh my goodness, I do too. In fact, one of my friends will call me up and say, hey, Lord, what fun thing are you doing today? And I'm like, earning mom points. That's what I'm doing. I'm earning mom points. So I really appreciate this answer right there because this is exactly what I needed to hear. Lip Talk Nation does too. So I am very curious on how do you stay focused since you are a next? You seem like you're very driven already, but are there any other special things that you do besides run? Um, not really anymore. I used to CrossFit, which I absolutely loved, but as a result of, I had three surgeries in the past 18 months. And uh, in terms of staying focused, I literally take notes anywhere I am. I always have a notepad because if I have an idea or if something pops into my brain, I don't want to forget it. So I write it down. And my husband always yells at me. He's like, you know, you can just make a note on your phone. And it's like, no, it's not the same. When I put pen to paper, it's like it makes the idea something that's real. And so I always carry a notepad in my purse. I have a notepad by my desk. I have a notepad by my bed. Um, because in the middle of the night, I'll wake up with ideas and I just write it down so that I don't forget. But I stay focused because I know that I am responsible to these women, to, the, to my followers, to these people that follow my page. And I have to give them good content. And I, ha- and I have to, I, I say it all the time to myself. I don't think I've said it out loud yet, but I have to feed them. And in feeding them, I'm feeding myself, right? Because it's a two-way street here. I don't think they understand how much I need them. You know, they always, they message me and they write to me and they email me and they say, you know, thank you so much for the bright spot in my day. And it's like, you're the bright spot in my day in terms of the mom world, the wife world, the, the, the woman world, because we have a relationship. And I don't want them to ever forget that that's what this is. It started as this, it will continue as this. This is a community that is the most important piece to this puzzle. Um, I can make funny videos all day long, but I need somebody to watch it. Otherwise, what was the point of what I did? You know, it wasn't, I can't, I can sit and laugh at myself like none other, don't get me wrong. But it's the fact that they engage and they want to talk to me about it and we discuss it that makes it worthwhile. So they're the biggest piece of this puzzle. And I want to make sure that I deliver good content, real content. I don't want to just make something to make it. So I, I try to find what is relatable, what they want to, what they want to hear, what they want to see. And that's why I ask them, what's going on? What do I need to shoot a video about? What do you feel like, you know, we, I did one about parent shaming um, the other day because people kept messaging me and they're like, can you believe this is happening? Did you see this on the news? Did you hear about this? And it's like, yeah, we need to talk about that. And so I shot a video in my closet in three minutes you know, unedited and put it out. And the response was over, I think we're at 200,000 views on that video or somewhere over that. And that's because that's what needed to be said at that moment. So as much as I love to schedule, um, there was some spontaneity that wasn't on the plan. That wasn't the idea. You know, my kids had breakfast for dinner that night because I couldn't come out. I was in locked in that office for three hours. And that's what I had to do because it was, it needed to be done. And so I stay focused because I know I know there's a light at the end of this tunnel and I'll get there at some point, but I don't want to miss out on the journey along the way because I'm having a blast. So I want, I want that to continue. And so the focus is just knowing that we have this relationship, this community is here and that's enough to keep me focused. You know, it, it, it really is because I found my people, you know, and I think once you find your people, I always told my husband, he would say to me, why are you so unhappy? Is it your life? Is it me? Is it the kids? And I said, There's n- I, I couldn't want any more from you or from the kids 
or from the home or from, you know, my other job, but there's something missing. I have a piece of me that's not here. And I always felt like there was some part that I needed to fill. And I couldn't figure out what I needed to fill it with until I found this. I love what you said that you, okay, Lip Talk Nation, I have goosebumps right now. Oh my goodness. You said that you did not want to miss out on the journey. And that resonates so much with people. It's because they get put in that box. They think they have to live by the rules. And so many of us are thinking this right there. We don't want to miss out on the journey, but sometimes we don't know what that journey is. And just like what you said is your husband is asking you, why are you not happy? You know, what is missing? Is it me? Is it the kids? And like you said, it wasn't them at all. You couldn't ask for anything more, but you knew that you had a calling deep down inside of you that you knew that you could share with the world and that is exactly what you are doing and I love also how you said that you're not only feeding them you're giving them all this content but they are feeding you that's exactly what it is about it is that community and that is what I felt like I was called to do as well I want people to start talking about what they're going through. I don't understand why we're not talking about our feelings. Why are we suppressing? Why are we putting people in a box? I wanted to know who started it. Who told us we had to live by all these unwritten rules? So, Meredith, I really, really appreciate you and value your information and your input. So most of us, before we started our work, were huge fans of other people's work. So who are some of your your heroes or the people that you look up to? Uh, well, the first blog that I ever, um, I ever followed was, um, was Snarky, Snarkfest. Um, she's, uh, Terry is fantastic. I absolutely loved her. I watched an interview she did with Mike Rowe, who I love Mike Rowe and, um, kind of fell in love. And then it was super neat because I got to meet her at my first blogging conference. And it was like this, you know, geeked out nerd moment where I was like, I, I follow your blog, you know, and she's like, oh, my gosh, thank you. And and we've kept a, a relationship going. And it's great because I, I talk with her and message with her. And I was bummed I couldn't go to the conference this year and see her and give her a big hug. But um, she's fantastic. And and of course, I've, I followed the Huffington Post. The, the first the first publication I wanted to be published on was the Huffington Post. And I did everything in my power to try and claw my way in there. And the day that I got published on the Huffington Post was just like mind blowing. Cause I was like, I- I've been working so hard. I've been working so hard. And, and of course my first article that I wrote that was published was about wearing granny panties and why I find thongs completely ridiculous and how I will not partake in the wearing of the thong. And so my dad was like this, this is what you publish on a, on a huge publication. You talk about underwear. And I'm like, well, yeah, I mean, what else am I supposed to talk about? And, you know, so he's all embarrassed and I'm like, dad, seriously, get over it. Like it's, it's underpants, you know, it's not that big a deal. So I've always followed, um, for the past couple of years, I've Gary mommy and blunt moms and babble. And, you know, you follow all these big publications. Pop sugar is another one that I love. And you, and you never think that you're going to get to have your name on there. And at this point now, I am so proud to say that I've been on all of those publications. And so it's fantastic to finally get in there and feel like, you know, I'm, a, I'm contributing. I'm contributing to these ideas and these thoughts and this content. And that is fantastic. And so I'm just working really, really hard to continue to create content that's valuable and move forward because there, I want to I want to go and I want to speak to women. You know, at some point I want to be able to go out and, and, and talk about the fact that it's okay to be who we are. And at 35, you know, not really know what you're going to be when you grow up yet, you know, like that's okay. And, 
And you can feel like it's okay to feel like there's a part of you missing and not know what that is. Like it's not, I was ashamed of that. I was ashamed that I didn't know what was wrong and I couldn't put my finger on it. And I would, and the depression was sinking in and I, you don't have to be ashamed of that. Just be honest and talk about it because it's, because that's where you're going to find your solution is through talking about it and learning about it. And I'm so happy that I found my voice. You know, it's taken me a while, but I, I know, I'm true to my voice. I know what my voice is. I will never steer, steer my followers wrong. I will never, um, you know, sell out. To, I, I just had a social media company contact me to buy my page. And I said, no, no, Jill, do you know how hard I worked to create this community? No, I will not sell you my followers. Like, you're crazy, you know? Like, no, uh, this is not what I came. I didn't get in it for that. I got in it to find my people. I'm not going to sell my people, you know? And everybody giggles and they joke and they're like, well, how, how are you not making money at this? And I'm like, well, I just have, I haven't found brands to work with yet. And I haven't found speaking gigs and different things like that. And I don't think people realize that when you go and do stand up or you go and um, do these other things, you're not making any money on that. This is a learning experience. And so I, I gave, I wrote to somebody last night. I'm like, if you can figure out a way for me to make some money, you know, shoot me, shoot me an email, you know? Because obviously the goal in the end is to turn this into a career and it's going to take me years. I get that. And I'm okay with that, but I'm, you know, but there, I'm not lying either in telling my, telling my people in my community that that's not the goal. That's the goal. I want to be able to come to you. I want to be able to talk to you. I want to, I want to have events. I want to, I want to discuss this because this is important. Women need to know that it is okay to be who we are and talk about these things and not feel ashamed about it. We have to be able to discuss this and learn about this and find our people in our community because that's how you are a better wife, a better mom, a better woman, a better person. Because when you feel ashamed because you don't know where your piece is, your parts are, that's when you fall into a hole that can be very dangerous. And so talking about that there's value there. We have to have that discussion. And you obviously know that. This is why you've created this, right? So to me, it, it's a no-brainer. And I know that a lot of people feel that I'm brash and I'm, and I'm crude and that I'm offensive in certain ways. And it's like, well, that's fine too. But then this isn't for you. Like, you don't need my voice. But I know that there are people out there that have to have this conversation. And I'm there to tell you, it's okay. It really is. It's okay. Meredith, I have found those who get offended are the ones who are hurting the most, are the ones who are suppressing the most. That's what I have found. And that's why I don't get upset about the, the haters or the ones who don't like, you know, what I'm doing or what people are doing good in the world. It's because they're hurting. Right. I'm like, okay. Well, it's only a reflection of themselves anyway. And um, I love how you are are so passionate. You certainly are making your mark, Meredith, and your time is certainly on the rise. And I'm cheering you on because we do. Lip Talk Nation, she said we need to talk about it. We're going to say it again. Talk about our feelings. Talk about that we have a home-based business. We go out there and we're a mom and we're a wife. And I'm like you, Meredith. I'm still wiping, you know, my son's bottom too. I'm like, do you want to talk about that too? I have that kind of day all the time. So I really appreciate the authenticity once again, because this is what we need. That's what 
humanity needs is support. Oh my goodness, Meredith, you are rocking this interview. Okay, so thank you, Meredith, uh, so much for sharing your story, being vulnerable with us. Now it's time to move to the part of the show where we get to know you on a fun level. We call this our lightning round. The questions are simple and easy to answer. So just answer the first thing that comes to your mind. Okay, are you ready, Meredith? I hope so. (laughs) (laughs) You're awesome. If you could have a superpower, what would it be? Um, constantly being able to connect to Wi-Fi. I like this one. Connect to Wi-Fi. Oh, because you live in that small town, right? Yes. Yes. That's <laughs> oh, ah. a terrible answer. <laughs> oh, no, it's not. It's actually pretty awesome. How do you like your coffee? Or do you drink coffee? I do. I drink tons of coffee. Um, I'm a, I'm a straight-up um, cream and sugar kind of girl. Me too. Cream and sugar. Mm-hmm. What's your most embarrassing moment? I peed my pants in Target once. <laughs> I'm not laughing. Yes, I am. Oh my goodness. I did. I was in the I was in the dollar section, and I was, you know, I couldn't get a, the kids were playing through the stuff, and I kept telling them I had to go to the bathroom, and yeah. they were looking at something, and I sneezed. I I peed my pants <laughs> oh, at Target. I did. <laughs> there you go, Lip Talk Nation. She is straight up with us. <laughs> Right there. (laughs) Are you a... That was embarrassing. I can only imagine, Sunshine. Are you a (laughs) shoes or a purse kind of woman? Uh, I'm, you know, if we're being honest, I'm neither. I wear flip-flops constantly. I only own a couple of pairs of shoes. That's part of, of being in Florida. And my cousin actually gave me a purse because she was so embarrassed by what I was carrying around. That because um, it was basically still my old diaper bag and my youngest is five, and she was like, "That you're a shame." And so she actually gave me a coach bag, and so I've carried that around now for like the past two years. But um, I'm not great. I'm I'm not a fashionista by any stretch. Uh, I'm sure I'd like good shoes and good purses, but I wouldn't even know them if they smacked me in the face. So. <laughs> Not, I'm not great at that. Honesty, best policy right there, sunshine. That's awesome. Mm. <laughs> okay, what is your favorite mm-hmm. movie? <sighs> Dirty Dancing. Ah, Dirty I love Dancing. It. That is a great one. Yeah. Great memories. Yeah. Okay, favorite color. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite color? Uh, pink. Pink? Boom. Mm-hmm. Oh, my daughter mm-hmm. will be like yeah. high-fiving you. Yes. Yeah, I do. Pink and polka dots. I'm wearing polka dots right now. There you go. We're in sync. Oh, Meredith, thank you so much for letting us get to know you on a fun level. You, like I said, okay, Lip Talk Nation, Meredith is awesome. Awesome, awesome. So back to the serious side of things. What keeps you inspired? And I think I already know this answer. What keeps you inspired to keep writing? I, I, I don't know how many times I've said the word today, but it's my community. I'm, I really, I feel like now that I found my voice, I got to keep plowing forward. And I, I also, I want my kids to know that it's important that they find their passion and that they don't just allow the world to, to force them into that box and stay stagnant because that's, you're not happy there. And if you're not growing, if you're not learning, if you're not moving forward, then you're standing still. And that's not, as crazy and hectic as our lives are, I need them to know that it's very important that they work very, very hard to get the things that they want. And I have been criticized by people on my blog saying, well, if you don't like being a mom or if you don't like being a wife, why'd you get married? Why'd you have kids? 
And at no point did I ever say, at no point did I ever say that I don't love my children or I don't love my husband. I, I do all of this for them because they need to know that it's, it's important that we follow those dreams. And I take very good care of my husband and very good care of my kids. Whether you agree with my parenting styles or the fact that I am a very sarcastic, humorous person, it's fine. But that's how I live my life. And that is, you know, and if I crack jokes about, um, you know, I, I made a video about summer vacation and how I'm not a huge fan of summer vacation. And I was cracking jokes in the video about, kid, you know, get outside, you know, mow the lawn, build a fence, blah, blah, blah. These are jokes. My kids are 10, 7, and 9. Nobody's mowing the grass or building a fence yet. It's just a joke. And people take everything so seriously. And it's like, geez, let loose a little. You know, this is a humor site. There is, it is, I am, I am waiting for the, the sarcasm font to be created because I will type everything in it just so you understand that that's what, this is a joke. And I've found that it's, some people just don't get it. You know, they don't get my humor, which is fine, but they, but, but that's what this is. It is to be fun. It is, it's a humor site. And I, and I, I've said it time and again, and I've even listed it on the page. Like we're here to, we're here to have fun. We're here to crack jokes. That's what we do. That is, it is plain and simple. There is, there's no hidden agenda here. Um, I, I'm not, you know, like I tell my, my people all the time, it's like, I'm not, I'm not here making tons of advertising dollars and doing all sorts of things. We're here as community and that's, what's important. And I'm not going to sell you out and I'm not going to steer you wrong. And I never promote a product and that I'm paid for if I don't agree with it or love it. And to be honest, I've only been paid for, you know, a couple of tiny little things in terms of product placement. And I always tell my people about that. Um, Because believe you me, I drink a ton of canned flip-flop wine and I'm like dying, like, call me up flip-flop, you know, like I drink your stuff anyway, or I drink a ton of Prosecco. So it's like cupcake, give me a call, you know, and and it's like, I'm not going to steer you wrong. I love this stuff. That's the reason that I show it in my videos or do whatever. Not because I'm making anything off of it, but because I want to share with you what's going on. And this is what we do. I sit and I drink canned wine on Monday nights, or I sit and I have a mimosa in the, you know, on a Saturday or Sunday morning. And so uh, it's community. It's for the people. It's for my people. It's for my my puzzle pieces. You know, that's what this is about. I just don't want that message to be lost. You know. Oh, it's definitely not lost, especially here right now in this interview. I, once again, will establish that you have great passion. I hear it in your voice. It is about the community. I love how you're saying you're not making much money off of it yet because you're so emphatic on keeping the community a safe place. And, you know, haters are going to hate. I know that sounds cliche, but they're going to. And it seems so petty for someone to come on a humor site and then not think you're not joking and they they think you're Uh. being serious about it but I gotta add one thing I don't know if you know this or you probably do but humor is a form that we can do it's a a practice that we can do to produce oxytocin and oxytocin is called the feel-good hormone so your body Mm. will naturally produce the feel-good hormone when you uh, laugh so I got to say, you're doing a great job at that, Sunshine. You make people feel good. So there, I'm going to validate you. <laughs> I always yeah. say that I would much rather laugh than cry. So if I can find a joke in the moment, whatever that is, that's what I try to do. Plus, like I said, it makes me uncomfortable when things get so serious and so heavy that we, you know, I don't want to go to a dark place. So I try 
to find the humor in, in everything, you know, and my husband was giving me such a hard time when I, when I was sick and I kept telling him like, you can have any kind of wife you want. Like, do you want a blonde this time? Do you want somebody with big cans? Like, what's your deal? What do you want? You know? And, and he's like, this isn't funny. I don't want to talk about it. I'm like, well, but I don't want to cry. I'm like, I don't want to cry about it. And, and if, and it was very, it was a tough pill to swallow being 33 with three kids and knowing that the moment I woke up from that surgery, I was going to be, you know, I was potentially being told that I was going, I could have a cancer that was a 5% success rate. Like that was not news I wanted to get, right? So I did everything I could before that to get my affairs in order and realize, you know, I'm okay. If I was going to go, I was okay because I did some very good things with my life. I, I made three beautiful children. I married my high school sweetheart. And I knew that what I had done in those respects, I had done well. But when I woke up and was told, you're going to be okay, it was kind of my turn to share my voice. And I realized I have to go now. Like I was given a shot. I was given a second chance. And I felt like it was okay to have my turn. And I needed that. And I was so lucky. I was so lucky because it could have, it could have ended way worse. But the fact that I woke up and I decided at that moment I was going to move forward. Was a, it was a game changer. It was a life changer for me. And I don't have any regrets about that. I don't have any regrets about speaking my mind and sharing my story. Because, all, because as hard as it's been, it has brought me so many people that have come to me and written to me. And I always, rep- I always reply to my, to my comments. I always email my, my followers back. Because we're engaging, we're having a conversation, and it's so important. And they're telling me something that that always resonates with me is, I felt so alone. And when you said that, I knew I wasn't. And that's the point. That right there, you need to know that you're not alone. You need to know that how you're feeling is fine. And nobody can tell you otherwise. And so that is all the validation that I need because it's working. It's working. It is. It really is. And that's why I'm drawn to you. I am like, this is the message. This should be everyone's aha moment. Oh, why do we want to not live like, you know, we have a cool life? Why do we want to do just live by somebody else's rules? So once again, Meredith, you are doing great things. I am cheering you on and I can't wait to see more progress from you. So what projects are you working on right now? Um, I, I did shoot a video yesterday that'll be up on Thursday. I actually wrote kind of in bed story, bedtime story format, I wrote a little book about what it's like the day in the life of a mom. And I read it as a bedtime story to my moms. And so it's pretty, um, it's pretty funny. And I, I really enjoyed it because it's basically just outline, outlining the day in the life of a mom. And I decided what better way than to read it like a bedtime story. I don't know why I thought that, but We'll see if um, if my followers think it's funny, but I had a I had a good time shooting it last night after the kids went to bed, and um, I just I just like to make I just like to make funny videos, and when I have to get serious and when I have to have those types of you know conversations and discussions, I'm I'm good with that as well. Um, I just you know I like like I said I like to laugh because it's my it is my comfort zone, but. I know that I have to go outside of that zone sometimes because something has to be said. And I'm okay with that too. Um, It's just, you know, I like to laugh. I like to have a good time. I think it's, 
I think it's important that we find the lighter side of things because it can be, it can be very, um, the world can be very solemn and dark at times. And I don't, I don't like to hang around there too much because it's, it's not good for us. So I try to find, uh, I try to find the lighter side. And in that, I think people sometimes go too far with that. And they kind of pace this idea of what I like to call the, the unicorn rainbow poop side of things, which is like, it just sparkles and it's, and it's so easy. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm Pinteresting and making these cupcakes from scratch with virgin goat tears. And it's like, well, that's great for you, but like I'm fresh out of virgin goat tears today. So I think I'll just go to Publix and get my cupcakes because <laughs> that's not my thing. And it's like, if that's your thing and like, that's who you are. I awesome. Like, I think that's great. I just don't want every mom to think that we have to fit into that box. Just like they don't have to fit into my side of things as well. Um, but I, you know, I just don't want, I just don't want as moms and, and women and wives, I just don't want us to feel like we have to be told how to act because that's, because that's not okay. You know, you be you, you're the right. best you, you can be like, just do it. You be you. Amen. Okay, Meredith, that's what I was getting ready to point out. It, we all can be our own person. That's exactly what Meredith is saying, Lip Talk Nation. We don't have to be like someone else. Now, it's really cool to have that hero, but your hero, if they knew that you were trying to do exactly the same thing they were doing, they would tell you to be your own person. So it's really mm-hmm. cool to learn and then add to it and make it unique. Meredith, oh my goodness, thank you so much for being on Life in Purple and letting us get to know you on such a deep level, and you really shared some really cool points to us today. I had goosebumps several times. I'm nodding my head yes, but I want to know where we can find out more about you. So will you share with the listeners your website and all the things that we can interact with you? Well, the blog is that's inappropriate.com and my Facebook page, you just have to search on Facebook for that's inappropriate and you'll see my little, um, my profile picture, my, my logo should pop up. It's me and Panda Pete drinking a glass of wine. Um, it's a little cartoon I am on Instagram at that sunshine and I am on Twitter at that's in a pro pro. Um, you can also find me on Pinterest, but that's by my name, which is Meredith Masony. And, um, I'm on YouTube and it is, um, it's also at that's inappropriate on YouTube, but you can also search me by my first and last name and my, uh, by Meredith Masony and my YouTube channel should pop up. Um, which I'm, I'm trying so hard to grow this YouTube channel. It's just so difficult to grow YouTube, but I'm working, I'm working really hard at that. Um, I, I, I have been uploading my videos. I, I will start uploading my videos a day ahead of Facebook so that my YouTube followers get to see it first. So if you want to see it before everybody else sees it, you can start heading to YouTube. And you, if you do subscribe, you'll get a notification that a new video has been posted. I did post a video last week. Um, called I've officially become my mother and uh, it's funny because it's all of the things that we see that we start to do that we realize our moms did and I don't know why when we're younger we fear becoming our moms I don't know why that is but um, I giggled because it's like yeah I've officially turned into Christine like it is what it is like I'm okay with that she's a good mom you know she's a good mom so but we just worry about that. So I, I just, that one is uploaded in there now. You can see that one. You can see my Father's Day video from last week and my Parenting Stones video, which we discussed, you know, parent shaming in there. And and uh, I always try to find the humorous angle to, to shoot these videos because I want to get you to laugh. 
I want you to get that, what did you say, oxytocin? Yeah, oxytocin. Yeah, that's what I want. I want you to get that oxytocin through some laughter. See? But it's, um, it's fun. It is definitely fun. And I, I don't want it to ever be about anything other than community and real people engaging and, and laughing. Meredith, it's, oh my goodness, it is an honor and a pleasure to have you on the show. You've added such value to myself, and I'm, I'm going to hear back from Lip Talk Nation. I know they're going to be uh, going crazy, and I hope that you get a lot more followers from this as well. What a great idea to do YouTube first video and then streamline it to Facebook. So thank you, thank you, thank you for spending time with us at Life in Purple, where the broken can heal and the successful can conquer. It's been a pleasure hearing your story, Meredith, and letting our listeners glean value from your experience. All right, Lip Talk Nation, if you have enjoyed today's episode or one of our previous episodes, I would love to hear from you. If you haven't had a chance to download my new ebook, How to Face Your Fears and Live a Life with Passion, go to www.lip talklearn.com and you can download it for free which is normally $29 value and there's also a workbook that is included if you're an iPhone user go on over to iTunes and leave a friendly review and for Android users send me a quick email to laura at laurasfrag.com we appreciate you and we'll see you soon and as always what you say is what you become